Hello there, I'm your host, Lee the Mike Man Scott, and I'm joined by a very special guest, all the way from Brackler Bridge End in the UK, it's Tanya Vincent, welcome to the show. Oh, hello! Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia the Podcast, where... <laughs> you would do it so well. <laughs> it fell apart there, didn't it? If you hadn't guessed, Lee is in charge this week. Which is why this is a shambles already from the very <laughs> beginning. Uh, so yeah, so um, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Sav Blanc, a very old white wine that was in our fridge for a long time. Yeah, that's been there a while, isn't it? Yeah, it tastes fine. Yeah? I you, would, you wouldn't be able to tell, would you, anyway? No. Yeah. There was some wine in work that had been there a week, and I just poured it without even thinking. And some people in the office horrified. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell at all. I'm not surprised. But it was honest. more it was an expensive wine. It well, it was twenty dollar wine. I love I love that <laughs> that's expensive to us. It was a twenty dollar wine that had been going off for for a week. So therefore if I normally buy five dollar wine, surely it's kind of the same. That's science, isn't it? <laughs> science. That's how it works. Just that's science, the yeah. science of winemaking <laughs> says that it's it's <laughs> a $20 wine once opened slowly depreciates to a $5 wine yeah. over the course of maybe I think about $5 a week so it's basically good for a month yeah. until it's down to a $5 wine it's it's like a car yeah yeah so that's the end of that then yeah so it's, <laughs> it's like a car okay so that's good oh it's it's backtrack corner oh the only backtrack we have is that I forgot to put in the comment section the book that I kept mentioning in the uh, in the thing, so I'll I'll try to remember. I'll go back to the last episode. Are you being that. paid by the author of this book? Because <laughs> you are plugging it a lot. No, it's just my brother gave it as a reference to why he gave us that world rule last week. So yeah. I feel like it deserves this. Uh... And plus, someone texted us and asked us the what the book was. Yes, I that's to true. Write it in the message. That's why it's a backtrack. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, oh mini question. I, yeah, mini question. Mini question for this week. Okay. We, we've done this 19 times now. Right, yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I don't remember any of it. So, would you rather be... Would you rather have sex with your father... No, it's going to be bro- a sci-fi <laughs> theme, Okay, Brandon. okay. This no, is sci-fi. It's no. like body changing. Mind or body. Okay, okay then. Um, for the min- this week's mini question... Would you? <laughs> no, it's not going to be a would you rather. It's going to be a, it's going to be a sensible question. Uh, I think it should be Westworld themed. Can I ask you one? Yeah, go on. Okay, this is cheating. No, it's not because what I'm doing as the as the the comptroller of this show, I'm delegating the mini question to you. I want to know. Yeah. If you were in Westworld, no, not Westworld. If you went to that company, would you buy a ticket to Samurai World? Or Westworld. I was going to ask. That's all the question that I kind of had in my mind before I asked you, and then I sort of veered off. <laughs> unfortunately, because um, for anyone that doesn't know, the this is based on the original film, so there's other worlds other than the cowboy one, and yeah. we got a very very slight reveal. Not in this new season. It's not a spoiler for the new season, but there was a very flash of something in the last season that indicated that there may be a samurai world. Yeah. And in the trailer, she is in a kimono. At one point. Yeah, I think 
Well, one thing I don't understand about Star Wars... I know what you're going to say. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. But in Westworld, it makes sense because they have guns. So you can have blanks or you can have whatever you need to do. But in the samurai world, they have swords. Like, how do you fake them? How do they not stab you with it? And how do they not just chop your arms and legs off? You said this earlier in the week, and it's plagued me ever since you said it's the point where you may have ruined Westworld for me. Really? It doesn't make sense. How is that happening? Like, you can't... Yeah, it Unless like, they just can't get to them like a barrier, like it's like, and then it's like an inch away from them. And but then you would can't. know it was all fake, wouldn't you? Like in Westworld, they fire at you, and you're like, oh, he's, they've just missed me, or yeah. you know. Whereas, but surely, if they put a gun to the head, yeah, they can't. But then I suppose they would. They would never pull the trigger, would they? Because they would be like, well, if I the robot would know if I pull this trigger, do you know what I mean? The robot's programmed to lose. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but I suppose maybe the samurai would be more if you just didn't. If you put your sword down, maybe the samurai would put their sword down as well. They would just be like, this is maybe dishonorable or whatever. Maybe it's only defensive yeah. attacks unless they're attacking each other. Mm. If they can't attack you, they can just defend. You'd still feel like you're in a fight. But you'd never actually be in any danger. Yeah, they're going to have to show me because, yeah, it's a very good question. Um, but I'm going to throw you a curveball and say, um, I'm going to go all the way back to the Westworld movie and say, I'd rather be in, uh, in, in world. Rome world. Yeah. You just want to go to the orgy world, is it? Exactly. Ugh. Who wouldn't want to be in that world? It's in the, You're in a Roman bath being fed grapes and, you know, drinking wine. Just surrounded by lots of hot naked women. Well, that's the best world there, surely. And it's not sleazy because it's ancient Rome, which is really, it's classical. That's, that's where the word classical comes from. Yeah, it's a good one. I would probably have said I would go to future world, but it seems like outside of normal Westworld in this TV show is future world. Yeah, there you have to live in the future to have the technology to make a Westworld. I hope they throw a huge curveball and we discover every single person in the world is a robot. It's just that the ones outside of Westworld don't know it. <laughs> so even the guests are yeah. all robots. All humans are now robots. Everyone's, everyone's <laughs> robots. And that's part of, part of the game. This is kind of like the movie The Game with <laughs> Michael Douglas, where everybody, the game is that everybody thinks their characters they think they're real people going to this theme park. But it's actually, it's actually, that's the game, is that you're coming into this world where you have all these characters that think they're in a Westworld. If you don't know what we're talking about, go and watch it. It's a 90s film with Michael Douglas called The Game. There's other films called Game and stuff, but this is The Game. The Game. And it's, so good I love that film it might be early 2000s but it's it's like late 90s early 2000s I don't know it's if it a is brilliant as good. film it may not be as good as no I it is good yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a good film oh I might have to base a question on that one what if you could make up your own one that, that you've never seen mentioned in the old film or TV show ooh um I think they're the ones I'd want to I'd either want to go to a, the Samurai World West World Classic World I can't really think of another one which, another one which would be better than them it'd be cool to go to like <laughs> A Doctor Doolittle type family friendly world where all the animals can talk to you. <laughs> that's, that's like, that, I was going to say that's Disney World, but then it's like, oh, there is a Disney World. Uh, <laughs> well, but, that's what will happen. We'll find out that all of Westworld is actually owned by Disney. Yeah. Just Mickey sat there going, ha ha, just on <laughs> yeah. the chair. <laughs> yeah. So, New World Rule. New World Rules. Um, You've had some inspiration for this this week, right? Yes, actually, uh, my friend Wayne suggested uh, a good one. Thank so, you, Dwayne. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. I'm not thanking you yet. I want to hear. What yeah, it is. <laughs> so um, I won't tell you the movie, but so I'll, expl- I'll explain the premise to you and you can tell me what you think the movie is. But essentially, this is a future in which, in which case peop- human beings 
in order to eliminate crime and violence and all these terrible things that are associated with humans, they come to this, they come to the realization that all of that is caused by emotion. So that we now have to take drugs or in some way subdue our emotions in order to stop us acting violently or aggressively and things like that to bring about harmony. That's the world in which we live. Well, I know what film you're talking about because it's one of one of my favorite sci-fi films. Maybe one of my favorite films. Yeah. Equilibrium. Equilibrium, yeah. Equilibrium is such a forgotten film because it came out near The Matrix, but I think it does what The Matrix does, but better. Yeah, it's kind of... Um, I think it is unfairly compared to The Matrix because it's guys in long trench coats like fighting in kind of bullet time but, but not no, really. this was amazing, wasn't it? They, they, the martial art they learned was how to defend yourself when someone's shooting a gun at you. So it was all about getting the gun out of their hand and remember? Yeah, yeah. It was, but no, I'm not, you know, you, you just shot me down there like I was criticising it. That wasn't a criticism of it. I was just saying that other, the reason why other people it didn't get the attention and the critical praise it deserved is because on the surface when you look at it it's guys in trench coats fighting in bullet time but it's brilliant because it's actually whereas you know in the matrix they're just kind of running around in slow motion this one was all about a martial art which has actually been people have actually trained to to stop multiple assailants and it was such a good film. I like, and he's got those two he's got kids and the kids are also on medication to block out emotions and if you haven't seen it, is it, we are going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it, stop stop listening. Go and watch it, because it's so good. And there's a puppy in it. Oh, that puppy bit. That's the best bit of the film. It's also the saddest bit of the film. It is the saddest bit. But it, it's, he's got these kids that are also on the medication, and I, his wife has been taken away because she went off her meds, so she started to feel emotions, right? But it's a bit like the communi- like communist country, isn't it, where everyone tells on each other, and they're all trained to... Like, look out for other people feeling things and stuff. So it's such an interesting film. Yeah, it's such a great film. Um, and it's an interesting idea, this idea of suppressing... Emo- the, the movie kind of slips up a few times because um, you see, like, the head guy gets angry at him and he's sort of shouting at him, going, like, you know, why why don't you... Why aren't you taking your responsibilities seriously? Why aren't you capturing the rebels and stuff? And he's yeah, getting angry. Yeah, it should angry. be the neutral planet. Yeah, it should be the neutral planet. Like, like exactly. Tell my wife. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Um, but he has very strong feelings, angry feelings. My sworn enemy, the neutral planet. <laughs> That's what he says. What turns a man's heart neutral? Money? <laughs> Less for gold? I can't remember what he says. <laughs> good, yeah. I love it. But you are right. They don't. So what is the question? What would it be like to live in this world? Well, yeah, not in this film, in this world. Yeah, what do you think about this world where they su- they suppress emotions? What, what, what would the world be like? Well, this is funny because we've had some similar ones. Because, like, we had the empaths one, that, which is feeling everything that you cause, which, ironically, would kind of be similar. Yeah, well... I, I can see this happening. I can see yeah. this world. There's a... There's a future i can see where well we can turn into. to start off the conversation do you agree with the premise that most of the problems in society are caused by emotions when i agree to this am i agreeing that this is the way we should solve it or am i just agreeing no, no, we're to not, the initial problem? we're not we're not talking about the solution yet all we're talking about is the problem do you agree with the with the essentially the premise of the film of the the big dictator in the film where he says you know it's human emotion that is caused man's inhumanity oh, to man it's such a hard one because it's a little bit of um it's a little bit of chicken and egg it's like yes emotions cause problems they do 
But I would say the real cause of all people's problems is how they're treated. So if you can treat people the right way, then they... Not no, everyone, but the majority of people wouldn't do the things they do. But it's emotions that cause people to treat people badly to begin with that then causes them to treat people badly. So probably, yeah, yeah, emotions and... Yeah, so like anger... Yeah, because if you if you did drug someone to just not feel anything and walk around, they're not going to cause any problems, are they? So mm. I'm not saying that, that this is the, the way to fix it, but yeah, emotions are the problem, aren't they? Well, if we're talking about emotions, are we including in that empathy? I think you've got to include everything. When, you, when you're saying, are emotions a problem? You can't pick and choose emotions. You, all emotions are the problem, right? So then I would argue, well, well if, you ha- if you weren't experiencing any emotions, why would you feel any compassion? Why would you feel empathy? Why would you feel uh, sorry for somebody? Yeah, I would not say that our emotions also aren't the reason we do good things too. Because I think they are. They're the reasons we do the good things and the bad things. They're the reason we do anything. That's what I mean. Without them, we're nothing. We're shells. But then you have taken away the bad problem. Mm. But wouldn't you act in cold self-interest? So wouldn't you essentially be a lizard? Where you know where you're just like, well, I need to eat and drink and live and breathe and do all the things I want to do. This person is in some way preventing that, so I'm going to I'm going to kill them or stop them or destroy them in some way. And you wouldn't feel any compassion or empathy. You wouldn't feel any guilt. You wouldn't feel anything because you'd just be like, well, this, they're not even a person to you, really. They're just a they're just a, a thing. Um. I think the the thing that stops that is the way that it's like a society, like an ant colony. Like ants don't murder each other and stuff. They eat each other after they die, I think. But they don't just, <laughs> just kill each other to get out of their ways and stuff. I think it's that, like, they create it's, that feeling of you have to look after each other because they'll tell on you type of thing. But isn't ants just because they just, you know, they don't have a sufficiently complex or sophisticated brain to really have things like their own interests and to understand things? Because... They just essentially mini, auto, you know, they're automatons, aren't they? Just just carrying out certain functions. Whereas a human has a very complex brain, we can rationalize things, we can reason. With that, then possibly is the emotion is the emotion the good thing there? Because emotion is what restrains us. Um, I suppose because in a way, when when you hear about serial killers, the reason they they normally they don't have the capacity to feel compassion and stuff don't they well this is what I mean one one of the definitions of a psychopath is that essentially they don't feel feelings yeah but at the same time autistic people don't have uh, like some autistic people don't can't function on a societal level and yet they're not going around killing people uh yeah they they, well but yeah that's more about isn't that more about um interactions and social interactions and things like that rather than I mean they experience fear and and also, and it's like and a, a, a psychopath, normally, yes, they don't feel the feelings they should, but they still get feelings from killing people. That's why they do it. You don't really find people that just kill indiscriminately and get nothing out of it. Mm, do they get Do they get feelings, though? Do they get emotions out of it, or do they just get sort of sexual excitement? That's an emotion, though, isn't it? Mm. Joy. Is it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pleasure. Mm-hmm. Is that necessarily an emotion though, or is it is it more of a is it just a feeling? You know, like if somebody if somebody scratches my back, it feels good, but it's not an emotion. I'm not experiencing an emotion; it just feels good. They're scratching my back, whereas it's it's just yeah, a, it's a release, pleasant sensation. But it would release pheromones, which would 
create joy in you. That's what joy is, isn't it? It's pheromones. So when something feels good, that's why it feels good. Mm. I suppose that's a bit of a blurred line, like what? Endorphins, yeah, endorphins. Well, it's, I suppose it's this bit of a blurred line between what an emotion and a, and a sensation. So I'd say like a, something can be a pleasant sensation without really eliciting any emotions. It's just a pleasant sensation. I disagree. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would just be like sneezing. It doesn't bring you joy or anything. It's just something that happens. Yeah, it's a sensation, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but it's like. That's not why people are killing for that for a sensation. They're killing because it creates emotion. Aren't they? I suppose, yeah. I mean, often they'll have like feelings of power and superiority or and like, all these kind of things. They'll hate their mother, so they they kill to get revenge on her. Kind of yeah, thing. but they often find that and they always have an mo. The reason they have an mo is because they they have a suit. Yeah, they like to do things. So, yeah, so it, I think it's probably not a, a perfect example to point at something like a psychopath, but. Surely, like a psychopath has sort of dampened emotions. Like you often find that they don't have fear. They're not scared. You know, they're not. They don't get afraid of things. They don't feel guilt. They don't feel a whole range of emotions. They don't really get to experience pure happiness. You know, they 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 seem to. They need to commit these acts because it's the only thing that sort of stimulates something. Because most of the time, they don't really experience anything. I feel like we're going off track here. Like we're just where are we going? Well, this is the whole thing about emotions. I thought we're we're getting into the we're getting we're deep diving into the nitty gritty <laughs> of the concept of this movie, which is the you know whether emotions are the are the source of man's inhumanity to man. And I can I'm understand I understand the argument in favor of it because that's what they use in the movie and that's what you said. But I'm just interested in perhaps there's the alternative side of that is which is that emotions are actually what restrain us from doing terrible things because. Why wouldn't I, if I had no emotions, I didn't feel anything, why wouldn't I just go outside and anybody who has something I want, just kill them? Just anything I want, just take it. Because why wouldn't I? Yeah, that, that, you are right. No, I'm not saying, I am not disagree with you because I think like toddlers and stuff don't have a grasp on other people. They don't have like a level of empathy until they get a bit older and they're just dull jokes. That's right. <laughs> they just say, walk around, push other people by the face. There's a video of me as a little kid. I'm not proud of it. And there's a kid and she's got, she's, <laughs> she's got what I want, so I just throw a block on her head and I take it. <laughs> what is it? People in your family throwing objects at other people's heads. What Allegedly. is this? Allegedly. Allegedly. Just admit to it. There's a video of it. No, I mean... <laughs> OJ? The one that happened to you. Oh, the one that happened you to me. You have to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it because I've got head trauma. From what happened. <laughs> but essentially what happened for all of you out there is that w- one day Tanya's little brother was annoyed at me about something. Oh, well, wait, wait, wait. He was like four. Yeah, he's about four or five years old. And he was, well, you were like six yeah. or seven probably. And <laughs> I was, yeah, he was annoyed at me about something. And I was on a swing. Craig came outside with a golf ball and threw it at my head as I was on the swing. <laughs> So it was the combined force of it being thrown and me swinging into the ball, and it was it was very traumatic. Um, it's weird though because I don't think he was angry at you about something. I think he just I remember him having a little worse. cheeky little look on his face like <laughs> he was just doing it for the joy of causing pain to another human being. No, he wasn't. He thought it'd be funny, and it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a theme. Theme. Uh, Beginning to emerge in the Vincent household here. This is why you want this world to people to throw things at you. <laughs> that would be good. That would be nice to not have Vincent's throwing things at my head for a while. Okay, and so we've talked about the problem. 
and uh, you don't want to discuss it anymore, so that's <laughs> fine. We'll leave that it's there. Not, no, no, no. It's not that um, I don't want to discuss. I think that it's it's um it's weird one because I think they both help each other. Do you know what I mean? Like they. Mm. One causes it, the other restrains it, and it's some. It's that constant. It's the yin and yang. It's what. It's the chaos and the and order. It's, it's the duality of human existence, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think being neutral is it. like this chaotic good and chaotic bad and all that stuff. But then there's in the middle, there's just neutral, and that's just nothing. Yeah. No one's nothing. <laughs> well, there's a. I mean, I, I <laughs> I've known a few people in my time. Um, that were basically nothing. My geography teacher was called Mr. I can't say that. You go for that. I'll beep it out. I'll beep his name. He's out. massively neutral. If anyone was from the neutral planet, it's Mr. Stop saying it. I have to keep beeping. Stop. Uh, so yeah, but okay then. So do you think that uh, we're in, well? We're in this world where your emotions are being suppressed somehow. Let's say with a chemical or something. Um, how do you think the world would operate? What would it be? Or how would it look different? Well, there's no art anymore, no music, no entertainment. That's a bad start, isn't it? Yeah, you'd have to get all the creative. No terrible aspects. podcasts. Oh, those lucky bastards! <laughs> but yeah, you'd have to get rid of all creative aspects of the world, wouldn't you? Because it's all driven by emotion. Even the want to create that stuff is an emotion. Yeah. So that's all gone. Then you've got. If fear is gone, then people aren't going to fear their own death anymore. So they're not going to be striving to create a name for themselves. So you're not going to have anyone trying to rise in power anymore. So that's all gone. So basically, we do just become an ant colony of just doing the job we're assigned. Just worker. Yeah. Just worker. See, ants. and that's the problem I had with the film as well in Equilibrium. It's um, that there was relationships. Like, how do you decide to be in a relationship and love someone? And love your children. Surely your children have to be taken off you because if you had no emotional connection to them. Well, in the movie, they kind of imply that there isn't a love connection to him, isn't there? Because that's why the son, the son grasses up his dad, doesn't he? Because he's like, well, he doesn't feel anything. He doesn't feel guilt or love or. Connection. But you, you're right though. Like about if if you don't love a baby, <laughs> from what I hear. You can, just, you, can just, you can just turn them off with the little reset button. <laughs> but like babies are intense, so the reason you love them is because they are hard to look after. You know, they need a lot of care. So if you didn't have that emotional connection, surely the government would have to take kids off people and uh, have special people look after them. So people would just be throwing their kids in the, to- <laughs> in the bin no, I just or just mean, flushing them down the toilet. The reason you want to have kids is like a... There's obviously, a, you know, this is just a generic... Yeah. Reason. But there's a, is a biological urge to continue your bloodline, like deep, deep, deep seated. In your it. DNA. Because like you know, you're not like the world's perfect. Come on in, guys. Yeah. I, I am. I. That's the reason I want kids, is so they can learn that dinosaurs exist once and that Matilda's a book they can read and stuff. That's why I want kids. I, don't I mean, know. literally the two worst reasons <laughs> to ever bring someone to the world. But carry on. No one. You take them, take them to a museum and be like, look at that. I'll be like, wow. Look at that. They're all dead. <laughs> That's what you're going to be. Fine, I'll take them to the space station and be like, look at those stars. Wow. They're all going to explode. <laughs> and die. Like you're going Have you already taken the emotional <laughs> toll? <laughs> Wonder. Wonder's the reason to have kids. But if all of that is taken... Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah, part, partly. Oh, yeah. you're just being superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Well, I, mean, I wasn't really going anywhere. I just like uh, you would all just do the jobs assigned to you, and you carry on. 
Yeah, so you're saying it'd be difficult to bring up kids because if you didn't love them, if you didn't have an emotional connection to them, why would you put up with their shit, basically? Yeah, and I, like, I know, like, even, even when people are going through, like, when they have children and they go through, like, severe depression, even depression is an emotion that you're aware of. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, there's, yeah. you're always feeling something at all stages. Yeah. If you felt nothing... It's really hard. It's really hard. To it's hard to visualize a world, isn't it, where people don't feel emotions because everything we do is governed by emotions. It's like if you saw a pebble roll down a hill, and then I told you, I was like, "Oh, that pebble has feelings." It just plummeted to its death. <laughs> How do you feel? And then you'd be like, "Uh, I, I don't know." Like because you never associated the fact that that pebble has any feelings, so why would you care? Yeah. You didn't yeah. stop it. People would be like, why didn't you stop that pebble from falling to its death? You'd be like, what? Because you feel nothing for it. Yeah. That's me just trying to work out. But I would, if you said to me, there's a pebble, I'd be like, no! Yeah. Pebble! <laughs> Instantly. I would emote. Yeah, you'd feel terrible about all those other pebbles you'd thrown, like all those ones we tried to skim <laughs> across the lake. You'd be like, oh my God, I threw them to their watery graves. Even when people joke and say vegetables have feelings, part of me is like, but what if they do? <laughs> yeah. And like you, you used to talk to your your all your toys, didn't you, when you were a kid? And I, you had to introduce your new toys to your old toys because you thought your old toys would feel left behind. All right. Which is telling on me. Which is adorable. <laughs> it's so true, and it's before Toy Story as well. So when I saw Toy Story, part of me thought you were like, I always knew. I this knew. Was true. I knew it. <laughs> I always knew this was true. So and yeah, it's... We, I, there was a Christmas film of Jim Henson film where a new space toy came into the playroom and when people left the room all the toys would come alive I don't know if that sounds familiar to you but this Jim Henson Muppet film was around the year I was born so like 15 so years. at least 10, <laughs> 10 to 12 years, years yeah. before Toy Story came out was exactly the Toy Story st- but in that story. when humans came into the room if the creature if the toys were in their position quick enough they, they would die Essentially. Yeah, if the humans saw them yeah. out of position, saw so, them moving or saw them out of position, they would die. So I would announce very loudly I was coming to my room and slowly stomp there to make sure they all got into position so they didn't die. Oh my god. <laughs> that is the cutest thing ever. It's psychotic. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. Like You needed counselling, clearly. But in an adorable way. In this world, I basically don't exist. Like, my personality is zero. No, yeah. You, you, I mean, what? (sighs) You'd be a husk. (laughs) Just an empty husk. Like, you're quite logical. It would be a world of spots. Yeah, you probably couldn't tell much difference with me, really. I just wouldn't wouldn't get as angry about (laughs) about people, like, not not being able to turn corners in Australia and stuff. Sports? What would be gone? Yeah, sport would be gone. Uh, maybe it wouldn't, but it wouldn't be like competitive. Yeah, because you'd have no co- drive. Yeah, no drive to do it really. Like there's like there's emotions, but there's also words like ambition and they, like those pride are, and self-respect and determination those and all are those emotions. kind of things. Yeah, they're all kind of emotions, aren't they? And you do the you, you there's emotional reasons behind. So everything you so do. I suppose we go back to the beginning. Is morality emotional? Oh, what do you mean by that? Is morale is morals driven by emotion? Are morals driven by emotion. Are morals and emotion like interchangeable? Like, can you have one without the other? God, that's a good question because this is deep. The only reason, you, yeah, the only reason. <laughs> so you, deep. I need more wine. Keep talking. 
yeah, the only reason you know something's right or wrong is because often it feels wrong. So, for example, murder. You're like, why is murder wrong? Because it, because be, imagine that happened to you and how horrible you would feel and how sad the family would feel and all these sorts of things. It's all about how people feel, isn't it? But I suppose you you can also put together logical arguments, but they're always intertwined with an element of emotion, aren't they? So, God, that's a good point. I don't know. Well, Spock has morals, doesn't he? Yeah. He, he does have... Spock does have morals. But he also he's also half-human, though, isn't he? So... I suppose Vulcans seem very willing to kill. Every time I see a Vulcan, they're like, Murder them all! Greater good! Move on! <laughs> <laughs> see, yeah, we could get really philosophical with this. this and be is, like, it's always funny, isn't it? This always happens. Every time I think it's going to be a light-hearted one, it gets really deep. And every time it's really deep, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it does seem to be a bit of a pattern. Um, how, how do you think, do, would people working jobs or would the lack of emotion, would you just be like, well, I'm not going to work a job because why should I? Or would you just go to work and just be like a worker bee and just do your bit and come home because you wouldn't feel, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm wasting my time or I'm, I'm not being appreciated or anything because well, you don't have emotions. Okay, well, to answer that, yeah. I need to know, am I scared of dying if I'm, have no emotion. I think it's a natural compulsion in all living creatures to ma- to maintain their life. We're just lizard people. We're lizard people. We just become lizard people. So yeah. basically, if you were allocated a job and they were like, we'll murder you if you don't do it, you'd just do it. Yeah. So we'd all just have office jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the fact to you that is like the worst possible outcome. It's like, oh, we'd all just work in an office. <laughs> we'd all basically do what Lee does. <laughs> That would be the worst possible fate <laughs> for mankind. No, the worst imagine, possible imagine fate. such a dystopia. <laughs> the, the worst possible outcome, the worst job that you could give me would be like selling stuff to people that don't need it. Yeah, that's a bad one. Like, like cold calling. Basically, people. a con artist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just the professional con artist. Bring yeah. these old people and tell them that they really need this shit. Make Which them they feel don't like need. they really need it. And then overcharge them for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. That's not a good job. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like, uh, in the legal system, would the legal system function in the same way as it functions? Now? No, and you wouldn't have capitalism anymore because it's driven on a fact of success, wanting to succeed. Make yeah. something of yourself because yeah. you want to be happy and, and ambition and yeah. stuff and providing a service to your fellow fellow humans. So the only way this would work is in a socialist or communist. Yeah, it would have to be world. communist essentially. And it? you would have to do what they do in equilibrium, and you'd have to like watch over your neighbors and like everyone tell on each other, because that's the only way these systems kind of work. They fall apart. It's a bit like Handmaid's Tale. They have to be emotionless, don't they? Yeah, almost. Like any sign that they're more, more than just yeah. yeah, and there wouldn't be any any fashion, fashion any fashion. Um, there wouldn't be anything like that. Everyone would all wear the same, I suppose, because they. Why would you wear clothes? That's you know that would be yeah. Individualism doesn't exist anymore. I mean, you would wear clothes, I suppose. <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> would you? You don't have well, shame. Maybe, yeah, maybe you wouldn't. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't have. Maybe everyone would be naked in this world. <laughs> maybe that's maybe it. we're being stupid and we're, there's like a real scientific difference between like things like shame 
and emotions, like happiness and stuff, but we just don't know. There probably is, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd be willing to bet that there's more nuance to this than we're letting on. Although I've never seen a lizard be like, where's my pants? <laughs> yeah, oh my God, everyone can see my junk. <laughs> Quick change colour, maybe they won't notice. Yeah, I don't think they feel that way, do they? They have sort of primeval they urges. Imagine they did. The whole time they're just doing about Yeah, they're just wandering around going like, oh God. That's why geckos run so fast. Like, no, my shame. Yeah, with well, their belly so close to the ground. So we can't see their little willies. Do they have little willies? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Backtrack, we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Do geckos have willies? <laughs> Tune in next week for the answer to the question on everybody's lips. <laughs> That's the episode title, right? <laughs> Nothing to do with what we're talking no, about. No, not even remotely related to I anything. I remember when Dwayne suggested this, he never thought we'd get to do geckos have willies somehow. No. <laughs> I think he was hoping we'd have a sensible discussion. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He's heard us talk before. He knows that's not how we roll. No, that's not how we roll at all. <laughs> so you think everyone will be naked? Everyone's naked. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No ironing. But I wouldn't hate ironing anymore. So would I do it? See, this is the circle. Yeah, oh God, to we're in this thing. This is kind of like the same one. What was the one we had where we had the same problem before? Was it the empath? It was the empath. The one, empath one, where it was like, well, you feel what they feel, so you don't do the thing they feel, but then you feel that, and it, yeah. Yeah, and it just becomes this cycle, and it's kind of the same with emotions. You wouldn't do anything because why would you? Because you that would you're inspired to do it by emotions. So you'd probably be allocated a human to have babysit, mm. but I do think. To live in this world, they would take the babies off you at least until they can speak. They'd be educated by the state, and then they may get given back to you because then they watch you. Because children are much easily, they're more malleable. So, like the kids in the film, they're they're better at like watching out for their parents. So they're actually amazing little spies, which is what they did in the Nazis at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. The kids would be indoctrinated, and then they normally tell on their parents, right? Ah, uh, I, I can tell you a sad story about that if you want. Ah. Uh, it might be the one I know. I read a book on this recently. Go on. When's it? Oh, no, this is um, uh, my grandmother was oh. worked in a... She wait, wait, wait. If you are about to say your grandmother was a Nazi, I, I would remember this is probably... Oh, wait, I mean, she is, but that's not related to this story. <laughs> she's not. Okay. I'm glad the fact you have to say she's not. It's the internet. Like of course I have to say. Like she's been hiding from, <laughs> from the International Court of Justice all these years. But, yeah, so she worked in, she worked in Woolworths for like... 40 years of them right now. For Australians, and that's not the same as Australian It's a slightly different Woolworths. So yeah, she worked there for years and she worked with a German girl called Ursula and uh, she told the story about when she came home one day when she she grew up in Nazi Germany. Oh, jeez. Uh, she came home one day and uh, she she said Heil Hitler and did the, the, did the salute and her father told her never to do that again in his company. Oh, I love her father. Um, well... She went into school the next day and they all did Heil Hitler, did the salute, and she refused to do it. And when they said why, she said, because my dad told me I'd never to do it. And uh, he was called up to the, to the, to the army uh, like a, a week or two later. And about a week after that, they got a note saying that he'd died in a mysterious accident. So she to this to the well not to this day I think she's she's died now probably but she always believed she always blamed yeah, herself. Yeah, no, maybe she's fine. Uh, yeah, she could be. I mean, this this lady could be fine, but um, yeah, she always believed that it was her fault that her dad. She reckons that the state killed him because he was. Oh my god, that's horrific. Anti-Nazi. Yeah. So 
Wow, what a bummer. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> you brought it up. You, you were talking about, oh, kids in Nazi Germany. We'd I have to grasp say, up tell us parents. that story about that horrific story yeah, about I'm your nan's friend. I'm just <sighs> bringing a dose of reality to it. But what, that's so it. yeah, so it kind of proves that we get this. So that is what the Nazis did. So that's probably what they would do, right? Educate yeah. them, brainwash them. No one trusts each other. Ugh, it, do you know, it's always, I always thought, why are all these geniuses evil? Imagine like the guy that came up with that. It's a great idea. Imagine he'd like, up with a water filter system or yeah, something. Yeah, cured it? cancer or something. Yeah, why are they all evil? Come to our side, guys. I don't know. So do you think, okay, let me ask you then. Okay. Because I think that we agree that the film pretty much got it spot on. Like, that's exactly... Yeah, and we haven't even talked about the bit where they burn all the... They, like, burn photographs and, and, and oh. music and art and things because it inspires emotion. So that would be well, another yeah, thing. yeah, that's why yeah. I meant with the create. Yeah, not only do you not want to create, but, like, hearing a piece of music creates such emotions that, like... It wouldn't be allowed. Not only would it not exist, but it wouldn't even be allowed to exist. I wonder if they'd even ban certain languages because they're so beautiful, like... Very poetic. Yeah, maybe singing. Like you wouldn't be allowed to sing. You wouldn't be allowed to dance. It'd probably be like nineteen eighty four, where they limit words as well. Yeah. So you can't express yourselves with too many words. Like you have to limit them down. Yeah. Do you remember that part of the book where they're like, well, words? If you can express yourself through words, you want to. Yeah. So if we limit people's vocabulary. Yeah. Then. We limit their thoughts, yeah. basically. Which is you don't horrifically have... true. Like it's. So yeah. Scary. The more complex your language is, the more complex theories and ideas yeah. and concepts you can discuss but if you have a very rudimentary language you can only discuss rudimentary concepts i remember reading that and thinking i wonder if people just made up words like ah oh, today is so splurnsy well it's so funny isn't it because like shakespeare how many words did shakespeare invent and that's like how do you invent a word how do you use a word and other people know what it means you know what mitopia means good point <laughs> touche <laughs> Some call me the Shakespeare of podcasts. <laughs> no, no, they uh, they don't. <laughs> they don't. No, they never no, will. <laughs> no. And if they did, they should definitely be seen by the government. <laughs> um, do you think people might like it? Like, I know in this film they don't like it, and I would hate it. But like, do you think people might actually enjoy a world without emotion? Hmm. Like, obviously they can't enjoy it. They while can't in enjoy it, anything. But, <laughs> but um, I don't think it would be a very nice place to live. Um, it would be horrible. Anything good about life would be gone. Yeah. Would you even like food? See, that's another thing, isn't it? Like, does food give you emotions, or is it a sensation, or are they the same thing? I think that you get hungry and you eat, but everything else is just emotion. Emotional connection. I think emotion is like something we've evolved to have. No, that's not true because I think animals have emotions too. But what I mean is, like, we indulge our emotions a lot more on both ends of the spectrum happy and sad. We indulge them, we're allowed to have them. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you go somewhere where people are in poverty or in horrible situations, they don't have time to deal with those emotions because there's so many of them. Yeah. They have to just survive. So that kind of shows that things like things tasting good and stuff, everything like that is all just privileged emotions that we get to have, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know I sound like a crazy hippie right now, but no, I know what you mean. And there are, you know, there's some people who who don't get any joy from eating. You know, they sort of um, just eat for sustenance. Oh, you know? and we call those people weirdos. Yeah. You ever met those Monsters. people? They're like, oh, I don't really care what I eat. I just eat for. Yeah. Eat. Like, what? Food's delicious. <laughs> food is just energy <laughs> to fuel the, my body. <laughs> food is the best part of the day. I've just realised I'm saying this to you and you're on diet. Yeah. Sorry. 
my life is empty and dark <laughs> at the moment. But you have other things. You can watch films and see. You can go to galleries. I can watch films where people eat. <laughs> go on the internet and look at pictures of people eating. Which is what you've been doing, which yeah. is not a good diet technique. No, it's not. It does, does not help. Is it a utopia, a midtopia, or a dystopia? It's a dystopia. It's yeah. a horrible, horrible dystopia. I love the film, but I'm so happy at the end when he pulls that mirror off. It's like, window. You're going to majorly diss dystopia. <laughs> but ironically telling you to go and watch Equilibrium. Yeah, but definitely watch the movie, because the movie's really, really good. <laughs> and read yeah. 1984. Yeah. And apparently in uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. No. No, that's not right. Yeah, that's the uh, that's, that's the Michael Moore documentary. You mean Fahrenheit? It's the burning point. Yeah, paper, isn't it? Yeah, I can't remember. Fahrenheit four five seven or something. So they're they're all good ones to to read. Would you live there? Sorry, would you live there? Uh, no, I wouldn't live there. No, no not horrendous. if you paid me. No, definitely not. <laughs> I, if I was a slider, remember that TV show Sliders where you yeah. popped into walls? I'd pop my head out and be like, "You guys feel emotion." The guy was like, what is on motion? I'd be like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way of judging. How would you react in sliders? <laughs> that's how I judge most of these. New what would rules. sliders do? <laughs> Wait, that is how I judge it. You know when you're like, would you live there? I, I think about it as a slider. Would I decide to come in for a while and yeah. hang out? That's my... Um, um, yeah, good. That's a good system. <laughs> okay then, so uh, where can we find you? Is that the next question? Oh, you can find our... Uh, podcast at the following links Tammy <laughs> you still don't know them <laughs> www.drinksanddystopia.blogspot.com yeah well done oh yes what's our twitter do you know our twitter drinks dystopia oh almost drinks underscore dystopia drinks underscore dystopia on on twitter <laughs> on what about are we on bookface no are we on chapsnap no. Are we on uh, Pinterest? No. <laughs> Lee just got a new phone and he's discovering the internet for the first time and he's finding all these things <laughs> out. Are we on the Googles? <laughs> Did you just discover Google? The Googles, yeah. No, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and wherever else they find their podcasts. I don't know what any of those are. I know iTunes, Stitcher. Stitcher is like the Android version. Right, okay. But SoundCloud is the main one we're on. SoundCloud. Oh, that's like Shazam. No, Shazam is an app where you listen to sound and tell Yeah, I think SoundCloud is no, the same. SoundCloud. Oh, no, is it SoundHound? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, guys. Are we on SoundHound? No, we're on SoundHound. Why aren't we on SoundHound? <laughs> Put us on there. You've got a phone now. You've got the internet in your hand. Also, just off topic, we caught the East Area Rapist, guys. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> The Golden State Killer, I I heard he was called. Yeah, whatever you want to call him. He's got many yeah. names. He's a man of many names. Well, I'll give you a little bit of context here. Tanya's obsessed with like murder podcasts and, you know, all this true crime stuff. That's it. You understand you are preaching to the converted. Th- these are podcast people. Yeah. All podcast people are crime pass. Well, that's crime fine. Pass- crime podcast people. Okay. But yeah, apparently one of the more famous podcasts about true crime was the golden state killer the east side rapist the los angeles robber the (laughs) the sacramento (laughs) scammer i'm trying not to get insulted but i'm insulted (laughs) okay whatever whatever he had had a lot of names he had a lot of different names uh some of those may not have been them but they probably should have 
But we caught him, guys. And by we, I mean I had nothing to do with it. So. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> like we. The royal we. As in the police department of California. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so... You did good. Did I do good? Yeah, you did good. I think you should do it again. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should take turns. Oh, I don't know about that. I think, I think me doing a show should be a once in the blue moon sort of bonus treat or just, I think my yeah. ones should be, you know, whenever you, when you, you know, when you watch, uh, when you watch a TV show or if you watch it, listen to a podcast and then there's a guest star on there that you know, you don't like, so you deliberately skip it. <laughs> I think my podcast should be those ones. I don't think so. I think everyone's going to be like, skip, skip, skip. Ah, oh, Lee episode. <laughs> Yeah, so I think you um, I think a Lee episode is like a Meg episode in Family Guy. <laughs> You're every ten episodes you do one, so Oh can if I do one every ten, then I I can say I'm decimating the podcast. Oh very nice. So there, yeah, well, like you are, that. you are I think you right I'll check but I'm decimating our listeners, I know that. I am the decimator. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next week for another world-changing conclusion yes we can i'm sure we can squeeze out another couple of hours of rambling gibberish Woo-hoo! to dystopias, <laughs> to dystopias. why don't we say to drinks and dystopias because we get drinks because we have drinks oh and we're cheering, we're cheering to, to dystopias because it's ironic because no one's ever cheers to dystopias right okay those are you know historically not good it's good that you've had to explain this to me 19 episodes in, (laughs) why we've been cheersing to dystopias.